This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. On this Friday morning, the Labor Day weekend, September 2nd, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast this morning. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. We've got a really nice day today. This whole week's going to be in the low 80s, nighttime uh, low 60s, high 50s, great sleeping weather. Fall is just around the corner, and we're loving it here in the greatest nation on God's green earth. All right, these are your top five headlines for this Friday morning as we approach the Labor Day weekend. Let's get started with headline number five. House Republicans require Meta and the FBI disclose all communications. From the Washington Examiner, House Republican investigators are demanding access to all communications between Facebook and the FBI following comments by Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg on the social media giant's controversial decision to throttle Hunter Biden laptop stories in 2020. Facebook and Twitter both restricted access to the New York Post's Hunter Biden laptop stories in the heat of the 2020 election after receiving Russia-related briefings from the Bureau. Representative Jim Jordan. Facebook is on notice. Fox News. In their letter, the GOP lawmakers went on to allege that Facebook has attempted to avoid any real accountability for its actions and has dodged providing sufficient answers for their suppression of the New York Post's story. Sooner or later, the truth's going to come out. We all know that the social media giants, the tech companies, have been censoring information all throughout the 2020 election cycle. And this is just proof Mark Zuckerberg put his foot in it, in his mouth, when he started talking about the FBI and how they influenced the big tech giant Facebook. And now it's coming out. And uh, the committee hearings are coming, guys. Hold, you know, hold on to your receipts. Get ready because as soon as the midterms are over and January starts, we're going to be pulling a lot of people in, the FBI, the DOJ, tech giants. They're all going to be lined up one by one, and we're going to get to the bottom of what's happening with the censorship of big tech and social media, and we're going to reveal everything that happened in the 2020 election. We can't go forward until we look at the past and solve the problems of the past. Otherwise, they'll just continue to, to repeat themselves, and we can't have that in the greatest nation on God's green earth. All right, headline number four. White House claims Democrats wanted to reopen schools while Republicans wanted to keep them closed. From the Daily Mail, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said Thursday former President Trump shoulders the blame for learning loss during COVID-19 closures for mismanaging the pandemic. In less than six months, our schools went from 46% being open to almost all of them, she continued. That was the work of Democrats in spite of Republicans, she said, blaming the GOP for voting against the American Rescue Plan, which offered $130 billion for schools. 
From the RNC research, Corinne Jean-Pierre unbelievably claims it was the work of Democrats that reopened schools. That is absurd. Democrats did everything they possibly could to keep schools shut down. I mean, this White House has completely got everything backwards. I mean, the press secretary is a total disaster. She's uh, way out of her league. She has no business being in that position. And the lies and the deceit of this administration is beyond compare. It's just something that uh, I don't think any of us have seen in the history of the presidencies, the fact that they just completely twist the facts, flip everything over, accusing everybody but themselves. That speech last night in Philadelphia is a prime example of how completely twisted this party is. It's, it's become a complete disaster of a, of, a, of a party, and the future is bleak for the Democrats. So the midterms are coming very soon. We're going to take care of that. We're going to fix this. So please have hope. The future is bright. All right, headline number three. Bank of America launches controversial program exclusive to minority communities. From the Daily Wire, Bank of America is under fire for a new mortgage lending program geared specifically to black and Hispanic homebuyers. The loans to be made in select minority communities throughout the country require no down payments and no closing costs. Although, while home buyers in those neighborhoods who met certain criteria are eligible for the program, the North Carolina-based lender said is designed explicitly for blacks and Hispanics. From the post-millennial, last year Christopher Rufo leaked documents that revealed Bank of America's executives were implementing racial equity programs and distributing materials to employees explaining its goals. The documents explain that reverse racism and discrimination are not possible and that people of color could not be racist. Bank of America promoted the definition of racism that states it can only exist to uphold white supremacy. Okay, so this is what we're up against, guys. This is very much racist. This is against uh, all of the constitutional rules and understanding of equality, the fact that you do not discriminate based upon race, color, origin, religion, and this is exactly what Bank of America is doing. It's reverse racism, and it's, it's completely absurd. I mean, he's, he's uh, blaming it on white supremacy which is even more uh, racist in its tone and the fact that they're allowing for blacks and Hispanics to have different closing benefits than anyone else of a different race. This will be challenged. This will uh, go to the courts. Where's the ACLU at this time? They're quiet. They're not saying anything. Just shows you the state of our nation right now. And this is what you get when you have radical ideas. The Democratic Party is leading the way, and this is what we're up against, and we can't stand for it. we got to push back. That's our responsibility. All right, headline number two, coming clear, the true price of the pandemic on our children. From the Wall Street Journal, the Education Department's first look at test scores trends since the pandemic began reveals the worst drop in math and reading scores in decades for students in fourth grade, a crucial indicator for educational and economic trajectory. 
Scores released Thursday show unprecedented drops on the long-term trends, tests that are part of the National Assessment of Educational Progress, known as the Nation's Report Card. The tests are administered to U.S. students age 9. The test scores reflect more than a pandemic problem, with experts saying it could take a generation for some scores to rebound. Some say current achievement levels could weigh on economic output in years to come. From the Daily Wire, the drop in scores also occurred despite record-level federal spending on education. A total of $122 billion was earmarked for K-12 schools as part of the American Rescue Plan alone. So a couple things come to mind. The CCP should be responsible for this. They're the ones that, that uh, set this virus in motion. They're the ones that spread this worldwide. Somebody needs to call them on the carpet. Democrats aren't going to do it. Republicans better wake up and do it when they take control and make them responsible for their actions. The second thing is, is the fact that the CCD and the Dr. Fauci debacle really created uh, more than necessary problems in our education with their lockdowns, with their mask mandates. This is also a tragedy that came as an overreaction by politically motivated or financially motivated individuals within the Biden administration. This is directly on their shoulders. The results are in, and they don't look very good. Headline number one, Biden's primetime unity speech alienates half the country. From the Daily Wire, Democrat President Joe Biden demonized millions of Americans during a primetime speech Thursday evening where he claimed that he wanted to, the country to unite. Biden repeatedly had to clear his throat and coughed throughout the speech as he claimed that people who challenged the results of the 2020 presidential election were extremists. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal, Biden said. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. From Town Hall, President Biden, MAGA Republicans embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. Spencer Brown, despite insistence from White House, including Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre and Chief of Staff Ron Klain, earlier on Thursday that Biden's address would not be political and not about one political party or one political person, the president directly named Donald Trump and repeatedly invoked MAGA Republicans in his remarks. David Harsanyi, basically a smear of 70 million people in front of the flag and military on primetime TV. I think uh, Jimmy Carter is probably happy now because he's been removed off the worst president in all of history, and Joe Biden has taken that mantle. And the speech last night was probably one of the worst speeches I've ever seen ever from a president, so-called Uniter is the divider-in-chief. He directly called out 70 million Americans in his speech with the backdrop of a red and military soldiers standing behind him. It was just absurd. It's going to backfire in his face big time. He thinks that people are going to change. It's not going to do one bit to change anyone's mind. If anything, it's strengthened the MAGA movement, strengthened the Republicans, and he didn't do himself or his party any favors 
and he's a failed president. It was just a diversion for people to forget about all of his problems like inflation, high energy costs, the southern border immigration, fentanyl coming over our borders, the economy, everything associated with his uh, student loan debacle. Didn't even bring it up last night. One week ago was his greatest achievement. He didn't even talk about it last night. It's just a diversion. To try. It was just a campaign speech to try to get votes. Didn't even talk about his situation. It's just like the Wizard of Oz, the man behind the curtain. Don't, don't look at the man behind the curtain because he's a total and utter failure. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Friday, September the 2nd, 2022. This is Labor Day weekend. We'll see you next week after the Labor Day holidays. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the last few days of summer. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.